The big question is, how does someone with MS actually improve their mobility, strength, energy, independence, the list goes on. My name is Dr. Gretchen Hawley, physical therapist and multiple sclerosis specialist. Welcome to the Missing Link Podcast. Tune in as I share the top strategies and exercises to help you gain control over your life with MS using research-driven insights and advice from top industry experts. Whether you're newly diagnosed or have had MS for over 30 years, whether you have relapsing MS or progressive MS, this podcast is for you. You're sure to feel empowered and inspired after each episode. Ready? Let's dive in. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I am interviewing a Missing Link member and a one-on-one client, Debbie. Debbie has relapsing MS, which began as symptoms in 2008, but it was left undiagnosed until 2021. After extensively studying various resources to help her improve her walking, fatigue, near falls, and stamina, she decided to join the Missing Link. She loved it so much that she then decided to work with me one-on-one to get a more customized approach to help her reach her goals. On today's episode, Debbie shares a bit about her MS journey in addition to how she's been able to reach her goals of walking longer distances, standing for longer periods of time, and improving her energy levels. She's gone from having to think about her symptoms multiple times per day to now forgetting they exist most days. You'll find her story inspiring, and you'll leave this episode feeling hopeful and excited for the future. Debbie, thank you so much for being here with us today. I'm so excited. I'm happy to share my work with you and my progress over the last year and a half. Absolutely. I feel like your story is so inspiring and relatable, so I'm excited for everyone to see where you started, what you did to see the improvements, and now where you are. But before we get into all of that, if it's okay with you, I'd like to ask you a question from my interview deck to help our listeners get to know you a bit more beyond your MS. Is that okay with you? That's okay. I am a little nervous. It reminds me back when I was in school, I guess probably middle and high school when I was nervous when I was put on the spot, but let's see what happens. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I remember the teacher going around And like everyone would be reading the same chapter, but you'd have to read like three sentences and then they'd move on to the next person. And I would try to like memorize my lines, even if I was the last person in line. So I was so nervous to, to say it out loud. (laughs) I did the same thing. So yeah, that makes me feel better. All right. Your question is what's the main thing on your bucket list? Wow. 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 You know, probably the main thing is just being with my family and friends. You know, if that's the only thing I had to do, I would be thrilled with that. I love that. That is something that is attainable. I feel like so often people's bucket lists are things that are like, you got to jump through hoops to get through, or, you know, it requires a lot. You know, of course now, you know, one of my things that I would like to do is to be able to walk a lot more without the different support with either the cane or I actually was just on a cruise and I walked tremendously and I used the rollator. I mean, I probably walked at least an hour, an hour and a half with the rollator. So that was really exciting. 
but I'm hoping to be able to do a little bit more walking without all those assistance. So absolutely. And our listeners don't know this, but you have a new ish grandchild. I do. She, Chloe is five and a half months old. So, so much fun being with her. And I'm looking forward to seeing her this summer when I go back to Maryland and I might get to babysit her some. So when my daughter's out on different jobs and when she's at training that I'm going to be with her at the hotel and watch her. So I'm excited about that. Oh, that's awesome. All right. So let's dive in. My first question can be a doozy. It can take probably an hour to have this full conversation, but can you give us a glimpse of how MS has affected you? And, you know, when were you diagnosed? How has it affected you then and now prior to working with me? So I was diagnosed a little over a year ago in March, right after my 60th birthday. And I'd been doing different physical therapy, Pilates, and a lot of other exercises. And then I started listening to some of your ideals on different podcasts, where I found you on different MS websites, and they shared about your functional exercising. And I know after reviewing what I did with the other physical therapists, which definitely helped me build strength and all that, but it really narrowed down to the functional exercises that were really important for me and building my strength. And can you explain when your very first symptoms were and what those symptoms were? So my symptoms way back when were tightness in my hamstrings, where I had really bad tightness. I had a hard time bending my leg back, you know, which I think is so important for walking and all that. And they really focused on my lower back and all that initially looking at my lower back and they did nerve studies on the legs and, you know, they thought it was impingement and all that. So it took a while after I went to a physiologist in 2019 and I did a lot of Pilates and other physical therapies. And when I got COVID, I had another flare up. And then the physical therapist noticed that I was having a lot more fatigue. And then they did the MRI studies for the diagnosis. Wow. So you had been having symptoms for, if my math is correct, about 13 years before the diagnosis. Yes. Wow. Yeah. COVID really messed with everyone, but for my clients who have MS, it took it to the next level. It really exacerbated so many of their symptoms that were already there. So I can see how that may have led to an easier diagnosis during that specific time. Yeah, it definitely caused a flare up. So the MRI showed the activity. And then I did have COVID again at the end of the summer, but I'd been on medication and there was no other flare up. So fortunately, the medication is controlling what it's supposed to. And now the focus is really on building my strength and exercises to help me with my walking, which is probably my main goal. Yeah. So that's a perfect segue into my next question, which was, why did you decide to work with me one-on-one as well as with the missing link? Was there anything that you had tried in the past that didn't work for you? Or did this seem like a different strategy? What was it that helped you make that decision? 
So I had done probably the two month program of the balance and walking. And I got to the point where I'm like, okay, what do I need to do next? Like I had done it and I felt good, but I wasn't where I wanted to be. Like, I feel like, okay, I need a little bit more direction. I want to hone in. And I felt like working with you would give me that information that I needed to help progress to where I want to be in the upcoming months and years. So, and it definitely has paid off in so many ways. I mean, we have talked about the different exercises, like, you know, meeting with you every two weeks. Sometimes it was a little longer because of my travels going back and forth from Florida to Maryland. And you were so flexible with letting me have another week or two or giving me more time, or it was easy enough to get in touch with you, but I needed to email you something and ask a question. It was great. So the honing in and giving me the additional exercise to really listen to what I had to say were my you know, different issues. You always listen so nicely. And then you made some good suggestions. And if those suggestions didn't really work, I got back to you and then you altered them. So it was so helpful. Good, I'm glad. And one thing that you mentioned was that you started with the balance and walking program. So Mm -hmm. for those listening right now, if you don't know what that is, that is one of the calendars that we have in the missing link where it tells you exactly which exercises to do each day to improve your balance and walking. So Debbie started with the missing link, started with that program, and then realized she wanted to take it to the next level. And then that's where our work came in. And one thing that we do on our first call in one-on-one is review every single symptom that you have, every goal that you have, and we get really nitpicky so that we can measure progress along the way. So what I thought we could do is I have four of the goals that you and I were working on. And I wanted to read those goals out loud. And then maybe you can touch on each one on how you've seen it. Sure. Okay, okay, good. So as you mentioned, your first goal was improving your walking. And that could be quality, endurance. So the first goal that we made together was that you would improve your walking endurance. And the way that we quantified that was that at the time when you and I first started working together, you were able to walk around your home doing things for about 30 to 40 minutes, but your goal was an hour. Where would you say you are now? After the missing link, after our three months together, where would you say you are? I definitely think it's close to an hour. I think it's hard to really stand up for an hour in your house, but I definitely, you know, walk around the house with no issues. I don't really utilize my cane or the rollator, which the rollator is new for me because of the cruise I went on, which was definitely a very helpful tool for me to walk long distances. And I was walked probably two to three miles a lot of the days because of getting around on the ship, going to different activities and things like that. So it excites me because like I was up standing with the rollator and walking around, you know, over hour easily. So I'm hoping that I will know I'm going to continue using it, you know, outside to give myself more freedom to be out there and to do things that I'd like to do that I used to do a lot more. 
Yeah, I think that's such a great mindset. Mobility aids of any kind, whether it's a rollator, trekking poles, canes, anything, it can provide so much more independence. And it also doesn't mean that you need to use it all the time. You right, know, and I don't use it all the time. Like when I go to the club, I belong to a club here. When I go in there, I'll walk sometimes not using anything. It's easy enough just to walk in which is probably like a 10 minute walk without using a cane or a rollator. Or if I use a cane, if I know I'm going to be out for a half hour, then I'll do something like that for a little bit longer. So it's getting less and less. I'm kind of getting used to it. So I don't want to hinder myself from being outside in the world again. So I'm using the ability aids to kind of support me through the process as I continue to get stronger. Yeah. And one thing I want to point out too, because a lot of people feel like if they start using a mobility aid, it's a downward cycle of now I'll always need to use it. But I want to point out one of the goals that you hit, which was initially you had mentioned that you were able to walk with a cane for about up to 15 minutes. But by the end of us working together, you had said it was about 30 to 40 minutes using a cane. So that's a perfect example of how you can get stronger when you're using a mobility aid. It's not this downward spiral. It's setting yourself up for success so that you can use the strength and endurance that you're building. You know, and I think for me too, some of there's the nervousness when I'm outside in public of worrying about that more because like in the house, you know, where I don't use it, I know I'm jumping ahead to the different goals, but one in standing in the house which I don't even think about anymore, you know, with cooking, with cleaning, with doing laundry, going back and forth. I don't even think about, I just stand forever. I can cook and things like that, which I appreciate that I can do it again, honestly. Like whoever really wanted to do the dishes again, but okay. I love that. And I remember too, when we were talking about that specific goal, you had mentioned that Basically, anytime you had to stand to cook or make a meal, do those things that you just mentioned, it was always on your mind. Am I going to fatigue? When am I going to have to sit? And then at the last time that we met, you said you've totally forgot that was even a thing. Like you don't even have to think about that at all. You just do it. You know, I mean, there's days here or there that I might be a little bit tired and I'll just be honest with Todd and say, can you do this for me today? But it's less and less. I think he's starting to take advantage and making me do more and more every day, but that's quite okay. Yeah. And one kind of similar goal, but slightly different twist was that when you stood up from a surface, you would felt that it took you about 10 to 15 seconds to just kind of gain your balance, know where you are, and then you could walk. Otherwise, if you walked right away, you'd be very unsteady, Mm -hmm. but that goal Again, by the end, you had said that you had made about 85% improvement in that. Definitely. I can say most of the time, I don't really think about that I need to stand. And I find it more when I'm on lower surfaces. Like we have one couch in our house that to me, it's way down. And it takes me sometimes a little bit longer than if I had been sitting for a long time where I need to stand. And it's usually maybe two or three seconds before I would start walking. Yeah. And I think that's so powerful and maybe even underrated because goals like that, that allow you the strength and endurance and stamina 
so that you don't have to even think about things is so amazing, specifically with MS, because with MS, most of my clients are thinking about their mobility 24-7 with every single step, with every single minute that they're standing, it's on their mind. So if you think about the mental clarity that you might feel not having to think about that, I think that's a huge win. Yeah, it definitely is. And I know like when I was on the cruise, when we had to initially get from the car onto the cruise ship and then to our room, I was like, oh my God, how am I going to do this? And then I did it and I did really well and people were helpful. The lines were long enough that there was times where I stopped. So it was totally fine. But by the end, I didn't even think about it. I just went, zoom, zoomed around and I was good. So it was good and it was all exciting. So I was really happy and pleased. I want to share one other thing when I work with you on one-on-one is the exercise classes that I think are so valuable. It always starts with cardio, which I think definitely helps prime, but going through the different exercises, it kind of just reminds you of the overall that you need to do to continue your body strengthening and different stretches and all that. So I find that so valuable, like all those different exercises. And, you know, each day when I pick something different, I just learn more about myself. And then I also hone in on different exercises, like, oh, wow, I didn't think of that, like with my knee and then how to strengthen above and below, you know, those type of things. So I feel like I'm very attuned, but your ways have really helped me tremendously. I love that. And yeah, it's so true. There's so many different types of exercises, even just strengthening alone. You can strengthen isometrically or concentric or eccentric. And not that those words might mean anything to anyone listening, but there's so many different forms of exercise. And so often people only do one form, like one way of exercising. And you might see improvements there but they're not in the others. So the classes are really a nice mix of lots of different types of exercises to help strengthen, but also get endurance. You know, the other thing is like your different podcasts and things like that have guided me to other things too, to take a look at. One of the things too is the fatigue. And I know with MS, the fatigue for me, the heat fatigue especially is a huge thing. So learning about that was extremely helpful too, because I used to be push, 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 push. And now I realize that that push, push, push is not really helpful. I need to work to the point right before the fatigue and then take a break and then build up again and things like that. So I think that has helped me in a lot of ways too. Yeah. And one final goal that I wanted to mention, because this one I think is right up there with being such a big impact is you had a goal of reducing your near falls. And what I mean by a near fall is anytime you almost fell, but you didn't. So maybe you tripped, but you caught yourself or something happened, but you caught yourself. So you didn't fall. And when we had started working together, you had mentioned that in new situations. So like if you had went to a restaurant or if you went to the bathroom in the restaurant or anywhere that was slightly unfamiliar, a near fall happened 100% of the time. And that was a huge improvement. I remember when we reviewed at the end, we review all of our goals and you had said situations like that don't even phase you anymore. No, they really don't. No. 
I thought, you know, if I stumble once, I just like, okay, if it's happening once in a blue moon, I can take that. Yeah. I think that's so important. And even initially, I think you had said every now and then it was happening in your home. I think you had said like one to two times per day initially, but then by the end of us working together, again, it was very rare. And when it did, it was when the lighting changed, like it went from light to dark. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Lighting definitely sometimes impacts, especially like if you wake up in the middle of the night and you want to get a drink of water or go to the restroom, you know, but it's definitely, you know, not an issue anymore. I don't really think about it. I really wouldn't worry about falling in the house. So I love that. So what would you say your outlook is now compared to, you know, a few months ago before you got this type of MS specific work in what is your outlook for the future? I'm a lot more positive. I feel very confident. I feel like I take it day by day. Every day is so different, but on a whole, I feel like I've been having so many more good days. And then I've learned if I need to slow down, I need to slow down. I learn how to take a break if I need it. But on a whole, I really feel very positive. Like it's just gone really well. And I really had, I didn't even share this with you, but I had good blood work too. Everything was in the positive range. You know, there was nothing that I had to worry about this time. So I feel like, yeah, it's all working. So definitely the outlook is very positive. That's amazing. And do you have any advice? I don't mean to put you on the spot here, but do you have any advice for someone who might be listening, who is where you were prior to us working together. Maybe they also have a goal of improving their endurance. They're still suffering from fatigue, not being able to stand or walk as long, having near falls. Do you have any advice for someone who's in that situation? What I would say to somebody if they wanted to start out is that I think the two-month program Joining that initially would be very helpful to kind of get started, unless you feel like you need that contact right away. I mean, I was very motivated. And so I felt myself could just do it myself. Like I am very driven. I feel like I know myself and all that. So I think you have to determine which way you are. If you're not determined, then you should join you right away with the mentor membership because it will guide them to start doing the program. And I can't talk how appreciative I just am for everything. I mean, it was probably the best find I've had in a really, really long time. And I really can't thank you enough for all that it's given me back in my life. And I'm hoping that even just one person will realize the value of all this because it really is valuable. I'm so glad to hear that. And so by the two-month program, you mean the missing link for two months. Is that right? Right. Exactly. Yes. You have that two-month program. Yeah. So when you join the missing link, there is one calendar. I suggest everyone start with this specific calendar because in my mind, it's a prerequisite to improving your walking and your balance. And that is the strengthen and stretch calendar. And then once you're done with that, some people repeat that for several months. Or you can move right on to the next calendar, which is the balance and walking. So that would be two months if you did one month of the first one and then the second month for the other one. And I definitely feel those are extremely valuable. I was 
not really sure because I'm such a go-getter, but after doing those two months, it was definitely worthwhile. I think it's a must. And even though you might have a lot of strength in certain ways, it builds strength in different ways that you're not even aware of. So I think they are really important to do initially. However, like I said, if you need a more accountability, working with you individually is definitely, definitely the way to go. Yeah. And we do have an accountability group in the missing link, but it's Mm -hmm. not the same as one-on-one. That one-on-one is more so that fine-tuned, individualized program and advice. So, Mm -hmm. but they're both really good. I mean, you can't go wrong with either of them. And I just think it's valuable for somebody who has MS and like, I can't wait to read your book. And I know that's so exciting. And I mean, the videos with your missing link and showing how to do everything, everything, it's just step-by-step. You can repeat it as much as you want. And it's just extremely helpful. And I think it's something really important for people who are trying to improve their mobility, walking, all the things. And the classes are great. I mean, it teaches you how you can do it seated if you need to do that, to modify doing both seated and standing. You can add your own little twist to it, which I think it's good. I think I've shared some of the things that I've done with some of the things. So it's all good. Yeah, I really appreciate that. And I think one thing that I'm hearing just from our conversation right now that hopefully everyone else is picking up on too, is that there's hope. You know, there's something that you can do, even if you've tried other things in the past, there's hope that you actually can reach your goals and continue to see improvement. So I love that piece of your story and your journey from, I mean, 13 years ago when you first started having symptoms to now having that such positive outlook and confidence moving forward. I think that alone is a huge win. Definitely. It definitely is. I'm excited to see where I continue to grow in all different ways. And this was definitely an important one to help me move forward and thrive to be who I am today. And I look forward to seeing what I continue to do. I'm excited too. I love that we can still follow each other and see what you're up to. Well, thank you, Debbie, so much. I really appreciate it. I know that it's going to inspire so many of our listeners. So thank you for sharing your story and your journey to where you got to today. Thank you again for everything. If you have goals that you're working towards and you feel like the missing link might be a good fit for you, check out the show notes. I will put a behind the scenes video in there where you can get a sneak peek look into exactly what is included in the program. This way you can get a glimpse of what the exercises might be like, the calendars that we were talking about, and even some of our monthly bonus videos with our guest MS experts, our accountability group, all of the exercise classes, you name it, you'll see it all there. Or if you're interested in working with me one-on-one, also look in the show notes. I will put my application that you can use to apply for working with me one-on-one. Thanks again for tuning in today. Have an amazing rest of your day. Thank you for listening to today's show. I am so grateful to have you as a listener. 
If you'd like extra resources, such as a video of one of my seated exercise classes, my favorite core exercises, and the opportunity to ask me your questions, head to missinglink.com forward slash insider. That link will be shared in the show notes along with links to my social media handles. If you love this episode and think a friend or family member with MS would benefit from listening, please go ahead and text or email this podcast to them right now. Sharing this podcast will help me educate and empower as many MS warriors as possible. Thanks again for joining and be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the Missing Link Podcast.